think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, November 28th. This is Beth Slovic with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. An Oregon law that took effect in January allows local district attorneys and people convicted of felonies to jointly petition judges for reconsideration of their cases. A judge who agrees can reduce a person's sentence, swap their charges with lesser ones, or erase convictions outright, springing people from jail immediately in some cases, or opening new opportunities not available to people with serious felonies in others. Previously in Oregon, people with criminal convictions could expunge charges through the courts only if they were misdemeanors or minor felonies, or they could petition the governor for clemency. As of November, at least 70 people across Oregon have been granted second chances or are awaiting them with a prosecutor's blessing under the new rule, according to a review by the Oregonian Oregon Live. Only some of Oregon's 36 elected district attorneys have embraced the new law created by 2021's Senate Bill 819. Crime victims and their families have likewise mixed feelings. Multnomah County District Attorney Mike Schmidt appears to be the only elected prosecutor in the state tackling the most serious and potentially politically fraught petitions for reconsideration. Multnomah County judges have approved nine petitions from Schmidt's office, with an additional three pending. A small number of those have returned people convicted of violent crimes to the community before the end of their sentences. Many district attorneys outside Multnomah County draw a hard line on homicides, child abuse, and violent felonies. Eleven prosecutors told the Oregonian Oregon Live they hadn't found a single petition worthy of sending to a judge. Tillamook County District Attorney William Porter put it bluntly, quote, I do not entertain Senate Bill 819 petitions. An Oregon state senator who cautioned authorities to, quote, send bachelors and come heavily armed in 2019 when Governor Kate Brown hinted she would force Republicans back to the Capitol if they walked out, may be getting a reprieve from lawmakers' restrictions. Oregon Senate lawmakers will meet Monday in committee to consider whether to rescind the requirement that Senator Brian Boquist, an independent of Dallas, give 12 hours notice before reporting to the state Capitol for work. Senators adopted the measure more than three years ago so officials could arrange for additional state troopers when Boquist arrived. In a June 2019 floor speech, Boquist, then a member of the Republican Party, warned Senate President Peter Courtney against sending Oregon state police troopers to round up Boquist if Republicans decided to boycott the Capitol to stop a climate change bill. Quote, if you send the state police to get me, hell is coming to visit you personally, Boquist told Courtney. Boquist, who owns a military training company, later suggested in an interview captured by a KGW television crew that he would shoot and potentially kill any state police sent by the governor and the Senate president to bring them back to the Capitol. Quote, this is what I told the superintendent, Boquist said, referring to the Oregon State Police Superintendent. Quote, send bachelors and come heavily armed. I'm not going to be a political prisoner in the state of Oregon. It's just that simple. After state lawmakers imposed the restrictions, Boquist sued in federal court. That case is pending. 
the Senate Committee on Conduct was scheduled to start its online meeting at 8 a.m. Monday. Oregon's Paid Family and Medical Leave Program will begin collecting money to fund the new initiative from workers and businesses with 25 or more employees on January 1. Starting next year, workers will pay 0.6% of their gross wages every paycheck, and big employers will contribute an additional 0.4%. For a worker who earns $5,000 in monthly gross pay, the worker will pay $30 a month into the paid leave fund, and the employer will pay $20. If they work for a company with fewer than 25 employees, they will pay $30 a month and their employer will pay nothing. All workers in the state except federal employees, independent contractors, and people who work for tribal governments who earn at least $1,000 a year and pay into the program will be eligible automatically for coverage. That's even if they work for a business with fewer than 25 employees. But they won't be able to access the new benefit until at least September. For the first eight months of 2023, the state will build up a fund that it will tap starting in September to pay benefits to workers who take time off to care for a new baby or other loved ones, to address their own medical needs, or for other specific circumstances covered by the program created under House Bill 2005 in 2019. The Oregon State Beavers football team won against the Oregon Ducks Saturday after recovering from a 21-point deficit thought to be the greatest recovery in the series' 126-game history. The number 21 Beavers scored four touchdowns during an 11-minute stretch in the second half to beat number 9 Oregon 38-34. Oregon would have clinched a spot in the Pac-12 championship game with a victory. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.